Now is the time, a time you'll look back on, a time you adopt as inspiration. You'll recollect this time, this moment, right now. Motivate yourself towards success. Overcome, take over. The time is now. Championne, championne, oh, eh, oh, eh, oh, eh. <laughs> lads, we have to win the World Cup. We won the World Cup, lads. Look at that. We won it. Yes. It. Love it. Oh, Love it how guys. are you, lads? Great. Absolutely nice. great. I don't know what you boys are like, but I'm I'm feeling good right now. World Cup's coming towards an end. Um, football season's coming back. Trophy in the cabinet. Great stuff. <laughs> bring it on. Bring it on. It gets better and better. Goy man on the pitch and everything. Gee, it gets better. Uh, look, at, let, let us get into First of all, I want to say a great show uh, last night with, with Alouid. I, I loved it, actually. Uh, caught a bit of it uh, today. And uh, a brilliant show. And if you haven't seen that, watch it back. Uh, some great. I, I love the way that Alouid said, we're massive. We're massive in Saudi. Don't believe him, but we're massive in Saudi. <laughs> and uh, well, then Alouid getting the phone calls along the way, uh, interruptions from, from Miradad. And uh, then uh, playing playing FIFA with some of the players. And, uh, of course, then, then the body language, uh, language expert, Alouid, uh, g- given the indications that Madison is coming. And that was the little, t- little thing that tipped Pete over the edge, over the edge. Loved it. Yeah. Ah, but um, <laughs> how, how are you, Chris? Good, mate. Yeah, all good. Yeah, really, like you say, really enjoyed last night's show with Alouid. Lovely to lovely to see him. I haven't seen him for ages, so it was uh, it was nice to be on a show with uh, with him and Pete last night. And um, we learned more about Al Hilal. Me personally, I didn't realise they had uh, you know so many so many good players. And um, and I even found out before when I was looking at the lineups that uh, Vieto was playing. And um, he at one point he was a, he was a big prospect. He I think he was a um, I think he was at Atletico Madrid, and there was another top Spanish club, might have been Villarreal. But he was he was being linked with real real top clubs, and I think he's only twenty nine. So yeah, seeing seeing him in the lineup as well was interesting. But um, but yeah, I'm good, mate. I'm good, and uh, looking forward to the show tonight. Well, yeah, that's great, Chris, and it's great to be back. Uh, you were back last night, I'm back t- tonight. Uh, Richie will be along with us uh, over the next couple of shows. Uh, we do have a mystery guest coming on, and they are actually in the green room. But before we bring our mystery guest out, maybe maybe we'll set, set what, what the, the tone of the show tonight. We said we, we'll do a, a question and answer show, so he, he's fire the questions at us, and we'll try and answer them. We may miss some comments along the way, because we'll try and focus on the questions, and you know you know us, uh, we'll just, we'll just, we'll just uh, try and filter out. Instead 
instead of filtering the questions and leaving them to the end, we'll do them right through the show. And yeah, yeah. We, uh, we, yeah. we have loads of topics to, to cover as well that popped up over the last two weeks that we might touch on too. But should we bring out our mystery guest first? Yes. What do you think? Yes, yes, yes. Let's bring yes. So have you seen the film Twins? Where Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito is in it. Have you seen that <laughs> film? Fucking hell. Great film. Great film. Great film. Oh, great film. Great film. Um, I saw it a long, long time ago. Well, this is our guest. Hey! I'm good. Chris is mad. Tate's black. Daz is white. Who gives a fuck? We're all back together. And that's him gone. We're, it's already we have to take him off the air. You he's never gonna, know what he's going to say. What, Des, he's he's going to have you for that. <laughs> I told you yesterday he needs to get rid of that button. Somebody needs to take it off. What's happening, button. lads? Merry Christmas, first and foremost. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas right? that point. Um, yeah, I don't know what was happening. Somebody sent me a text and said, do you want to be on NUFC Matters? And I said, you know, it's been a while. I'll come on. And... The button pops, and all of a sudden, I'm back on with you three lads. But cheers, anyway. Thanks for having me. Nice to be back as a guest. Um, haven't been on in a while. Um, yeah, I mean, if you look at me and Chris, it is like before and after, isn't it? You can see he's had a hard life. <laughs> Chris, be prepared. It's be me, prepared. it's me, Avon Man. He's missed it, really. Avon Man. No, do you know what? We're not going to mention Avon. Uh, you know. Do you know what, lads? I have to say... Pete and Chris, I watched a show last night. Obviously, I was in the chat. Massive group of cool people in the chat. Um, loads of people throwing me comments, which was nice. Haven't been on in ages. Haven't really spoke to you in ages. Um, had a lot going on. For people who know, obviously, last kind of 16 months, I've lost both my parents. Really been struggling. Um, being in a pretty bad spot. Struggling with work, struggling with life, struggling with everything, really, and trying to keep the pieces together. And to be fair to these lads and Richie, my good buddy who isn't on tonight um, at the minute, um, have really kept me going. So, yeah, the boys and myself had a bit of a chat and uh, they said, come back and sit in tonight and we're going to have a bit of crack and see what happens. So here I am. And listen, also, I must give a massive shout out to everybody from the day of my mum's passing right through the funeral and everything else, the amount of messages, phone calls, DMs are just absolutely unbelievable. I cannot thank people enough. Um, people I bumped into in Newcastle when I was over there, people on Twitter, people on Facebook. I'm, I actually lost for words for once. Um, so... Listen, absolutely amazing. And I'm, I'm, I'm delighted to be back and sat here with all you lads again because you are my extended family. So, yeah, thanks for having me. Top man. Great, great, great to have you back on with us as a guest, Martin. Um, but look, at, let, let's get into it. Look, at you, you, um, you know, we, we, this show could go anywhere. But uh, first, you, you mentioned NUFC Matters. But did any of you see the, the, the lads, the lads, uh, Stewie Penland, Mitch and Steve Hasty uh, rubbing shoulders w with the, the uh, Newcastle top brass there uh, yesterday, actually, along with uh, Aloid in, in, in another venue. Well, uh, it was great, great to see. And uh, if you, there's another little picture here I want to show you before we get into this question. Who's that in the back there, in the middle at the back? I recognise that guy. Not oh, behind Craig Hope. There he is. There he is. You're not talking about Craig Hope, are you? 
No, 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 no. It's the other guy. It's the other guy. The, the guy that looks like he's just just uh, just starting school. That guy. <laughs> <laughs> he really does, doesn't he? He, he? he looks like he's fresh out of year. He's, he's like the one that went there, and everybody else is wearing Nikes, and he's got pumas. But <laughs> great to see, and I'm sure we'll be catching up with Jordan pretty soon to, to hear all about it. So that's something to, to keep an eye out and load it. But um, look, let's get to the questions. Um, I'll, I'll, anyone see a good question yet? Um, I've started a few already. Started a few, great. Um, Maybe um, this one. What's that? This one here, Pete. Um, from Paul Williams. Good to see Miggy's start uh, staying in form and Carius look decent. Should be number two. I would agree. I thought he looked, he did look quite well today in this in that, that game. Um, uh, uh, if you if anyone saw it, um, was only available in the UK. Uh, but yeah, there's a ways ways a few ways around that. But um, yeah, he he, he put in he had some nice saves and I think he, they're talking about extending his contract. Would you keep him on, lads? I thought he played all right, mate. Um, I must give a shout out. Hang on two seconds. Um, who was it sent me something? Oh. There's been more shouts out and shouts on this show. I know, mate. It's like an advertising set. What can I say? Um, somebody on Twitter, Sultan. Sultan won, I think it is, on Twitter. Because I, I ping people and I say, can I get a link? Because same as Daz, outside the UK, couldn't get onto it. Couldn't log on to NUSC TV. Which, by the way, can I say is an absolute travesty. Because how many fans outside the UK were not able to log on? Yeah. So yeah. Newcastle, yeah. if you do by chance, Jamie or Caduce or any of them, watch it. Put it on for outside fans. What's the deal with just restricting it to the UK? I don't get that whatsoever. Yeah. But um, Sultan sent me a link um, straight from Saudi Arabia, which was top class. Um, obviously couldn't oh, understand a word cool. apart from when he said Miggy or Almiron or Wood or Newcastle. But the rest of it actually watched and got to see the whole game. I thought Carrius played really well. Somebody said to me he'd been Eddie Howd. Um, but I thought his saves and when he was called upon, I thought he was I thought he was bang on tonight, mate, to be honest. Cool. Cool. I went the alternative route, as I'm saying to you, like, I, I, I was able to change up a, v, a VPN and watch it then on my telly, so it was grand. But, um, Chris, your thoughts? Did you see much of the game? Uh, I'll be honest, I was late leaving work, so I missed the first half. Um, and then by the time I got in for the second half, I tried to get into the website. And obviously, as you all know, I'm in the UK. Um, and for some reason, I logged in, but it wouldn't let me in. And then I noticed there was a message at the bottom of the website saying, oh, um, make sure you log in early. So maybe it was overloaded. I don't know. So in the end, I thought, you know what? I watched the highlights back. So I've watched about 10 minutes worth of highlights. And to be fair, one of the things I was going to say when I came on was that Callius looked pretty solid. Uh, he made a couple of decent saves, commanded his box well. Good saves. And, yeah, and do you know what? I think Paul Williams makes a great point. Like, we, we've all got reservations over Darlow. I think we've all admitted that and said that, you know, really as a number two, we probably need an upgrade. And I think... Look, we all know what happened with Carius, especially during his time at Liverpool. He had a really, um, you know, a really bad Champions League final. Um, but that doesn't make you a bad keeper overnight. And I think, you know, he needs to be given a chance based on what we've seen. Um, you know, so far, so good. And let's be honest, lads, he's not going to be playing week in, week out. Um, so for me, why not? Why not give him a new contract? You know, if he if he continues to play in the foot in the vein of form that we've seen this evening, um, there's no there's no reason why not. And as Paul said then as well, just to touch on that, Miggy, like I, I saw both goals. The first goal was a typical Miggy goal. You know, Nick's possession runs straight through the defence, 
nice finish. And then that that uh, that second goal where he just strokes it home with his left foot and leaves the keeper not even moving. Fantastic. So yeah, totally agree, Paul. Fantastic that Miggy's staying in good form, seemingly. I think the thing with Carriers is like, would you want any other manager to be bringing him back out of the shell and giving him some confidence yeah. in Eddie Howe? Yeah, 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 it's true. Probably no better man to have him with. Yeah. Pete, your thoughts on Carriers? Look, <clears throat> I think when he came in, um, people might have thought I was joking when I said that I see him as the number two already. Um, and, and, I, and I think he proved that tonight. Yes, the opposition weren't the greatest. Um, but I think, again, we made them look that way with the way that we played. We had the intensity of a team that hasn't had a break. Uh, we look like we look like we literally just have come from the Chelsea game into that game, like seamlessly. It was really, really good to see. Um, and actually, I was quite impressed with him. Held the ball really well, made some good saves. Looked like he was commanding his area quite nicely. Um, great. Uh, for me, <clears throat> it's a no-brainer. I'd extend it until at least the end of the season. Um, yeah. providing that he's happy to stay. Um, and we're looking at opening up places. Um, I'd, I'd be looking at um, cashing in on, on Darlow. That's just my my personal opinion. Whether it happens or yeah. not <clears throat> is a different it, it, it is a different conversation. But, yeah, very, very pleased. I was glad that he started. I wanted him to start. So, really pleased that he did. I think it was I telling that it was... Sorry, Daz. I thought it was telling... To a degree that it was Carius and then Gillespie. Yeah. So I think your I think your point about Darlow Pete is is probably quite valid. To be fair, in that if there was one to be moved on, say at January time, his chance to go down, I I would imagine to be a very good Championship keeper mm. to a mm. team that's down at that level. I, I I couldn't see a Premier League team picking him up, maybe Forest or somebody, but they probably don't need him. But I think you know he's he's a good keeper, but I think. It, I think when you when you see a game like there was tonight and you're seeing Carrius start and then you're seeing Gillespie come on, you're kind of going, if you're Darlo, you're kind of sitting there in a pretty reason. You know, in, yeah, in a midst. Oh, is he injured, is he? No, there was a reason. Yeah, there was uh, before the game, uh, Darlo and uh, Matt Target had, had some kind of illness. So that's why they, oh, they weren't on that. Wow. Yeah. Too many jolly tots um, in the soul. So that answers this question here. From Alan, no matter target used tonight, does everyone know why? Yeah, that's just answered the question. So it, um, it came via um, Steve, Ke yeah, sorry, um, Liam Kennedy. I saw that uh, just before the game. Um, but we have, we have, uh, let's go to another question. Uh, or if, if we don't have another question, I'll pop up. I have plenty of topics we can talk about as well. Yeah, honestly, yeah, the, the questions have already, already been flowing through. We've got a few, cool. but just firstly, um, Mr. Dior. Um, Mr. Door, yeah. Thank you hear you the news about Mr. Door? Um, and I, I, I tell you what, yeah, because Daz, I think you put it in our chat that he might have won something from. Is it um, Mr. Beast? Mr. Beast. Um, yeah. Your, tell us, tell us what it is that you, what, what it is that you might have won. Um, I, I can tell um, you. Because I, I, I watched Mr. Doerr's video today, Alice, and the, his reaction video, and he's he's totally shocked. Uh, and I, I put a little comment from Loaded uh, on it. But uh, yeah, Mr. Doerr won um, Mr. Beast's um, diamond play button. Uh, so I think you get a diamond play button after you get 100 million subscribers or something absolutely crazy crazy like that. And he, he picked, picked a door, Mr. Doerr and gave it to Doerr. So uh, yeah, congratulations. Top stuff. 
quality. But no, thanks for joining us. Um, obviously, big support of the channel and in away days early on in the season. We'll see you, I think, in February. Um, and we when we return the favour at the city ground, but um, lots of questions coming in. Um, just a just a nice one here, uh, nice and easy one. Uh, for, for I don't know if you guys are watching off at NUFC mm. TV, but it says commentator on NUFC TV was much better than usual crap, and actually had some funny, interesting stuff to say. Uh, Daz, were you happy with that? Do you think? Yeah, it was, was it. Was it Mark Allison? Or it was, so, it was a yeah. Run, Jordy, run. Hold on. Yeah, I have a story about yeah. that. Go so on. Mark Allison is actually one of my best mates. Um, and we have been pals for many, many years back in Washington. Um, and Mark, uh, any, anybody that doesn't follow him on Twitter, uh, Mark, as, as Daz said there, is also known as Run, Jordy, run. So Mark has done multiple um, long-distance runs. So one of the first ones he'd done, um, was a run across the US from coast to coast um, in 100 days. And then a few years after that, he did coast to coast in Australia. Um, and to be fair to him, I know for a fact when he trains, all he eats is peanut M&Ms um, to kind of <coughs> beef up and get ready. He's an absolutely sound lad. And he is over in uh, Riyadh and was heading into the game and NUFCT grabbed him and went, uh, do you fancy commentating? And he was completely <laughs> and absolutely shocked. So I follow him on Twitter. If you don't, um, give, him, give him a follow um, at Run Jordy Run. He's a top lad, does loads for um, a couple of the hospices back in Newcastle, does loads of charity, loads of fundraising. He's a top, top lad. Um, but yeah, they literally nabbed him going in. He was given a press badge, everything else. And he was like, what the fuck is going on? So, yeah, so Mark commentated for the second half for NUFC TV um, and was wow. absolutely chuffing himself. He met Eddie and all the boys there. Yeah, sent me some pictures. I'll send them on. He, he met all the boys at the, the meet and greet there. So there's a couple of pictures, I think, on Newcastle's website. You'll literally just see his arm. You don't really yeah. see too much, but he's getting a few bits signed from Eddie and the lads. But, yeah, he's, he's, uh, he's one of my best pals. So there you go. That's a little story. Cool. Yeah, he was um he great some great bits pieces of info on um the initiation songs uh that that the, some of the lads were, were singing so yeah that was that was kind of interesting that as the game was ongoing so yeah you know he did a top job for someone that was just landed in the deep end follows them <laughs> everywhere absolutely everywhere when he did when he did the run to the US um and he got across to um he started in in um he started in Santa Monica or somewhere. And in 100 days, he ran from kind of California to the East Coast to Coney Island in 100 days, basically doing a marathon a day for 100 days to get across the US, um, which is just absolutely savage. Um, and then the same in Australia. But when he got to Coney Island, he'd been kind of tweeting about, you know, he's a Newcastle fan and everything else. I rang him a few times while he was running, did some stuff on sponsorship with him and different bits and pieces. He sent me a jersey that he had ran in across America, which I still have. Um, and he got to kind of middle of the night in New York down towards Coney Island. When he got to the pier at Coney Island, there was like a shitload of Geordies from the Newcastle United fan club in New York who were at the finish line and jogged the last kind of hundred yards with them. So it was like, oh, so just so cool. Um, so, yeah, so he's, he's a fairly inspirational kid. So, yeah, give him a follow. If you're not following him, hook him up on Facebook or have a look on Twitter. He's mint. That's class. Love it. 
Love it. Um, I, I just want to throw this up just because it's popped up already. Um, we've talked about Karras already, but Goldbridge apparently said he was rubbish all night, not coming for crosses. Uh, his kicking was bad also. Why is Mark Goldbridge talking about Newcastle United? Yeah. It, he thinks, I, I, I he thinks he's a Saudi. strange. Uh, that's really strange, boys. I don't know what you think about that. Stick with the sidemen, managing them, I think. Yeah. Very odd. Very odd. It's not the first time he spoke about Newcastle. He's talking about us a lot at the moment. Mm. Um, He did did a full show on it the other night about the whole thing about PIF buying Man United Ah, and getting rid of Newcastle and everything else and, you know, the odds. And funny how the old uh, moralistic values have all of a sudden dropped from... uh, the green and the green and yellow scarf brigade down at Old Trafford, isn't it? Mm. Definitely. Um, Pete, right. before you before you go on, I, I, yeah. I'll forget it later. Just a reminder to people: if you've not subscribed, or if you're watching this back and it's the first time you're coming across loaded, make sure you hit that subscribe button as we march towards uh, 5k, our own, our own little mini marathon that we've been running for a long time. But uh, and make sure you hit that like button as well. We're we're about. One hundred and seventy something away from from the five k, so it'd be lovely to get it before Christmas. Love but, to get uh, it before Christmas. Yeah, be do the right thing. Do the exactly. right thing. Hit yeah. the button. Oh, subscribe. What does it cost? You know, you can become a member if you want to for a couple of quid. But like, get on there and hit the likes and subscribe. It helps the boys here. Let's them do more content. You know, people are watching. I watched that show last night. If you're an outsider coming in, you love Newcastle and you've never watched a pub before. It was an amazing show last night. It was class. Top chatters. People getting into it. Info was great. The info from Alwally was unbelievable. One of the best shows, even though I wasn't on it, it was one of the best shows <laughs> I think you lads have put out in a long while. Thought it was meant last night. Yeah, it was a good show. Yeah, really enjoyed it. And make sure you, you subscribe to Alweed as well, actually. Shout you out were Alweed. good as well, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're on time. Was, on mute. was that when I was on Yeah, mute? no, you uh, no, you you were good. You were you and you were on time and someone made an appearance. Do you know what I mean? She did. It was good. So, did. Someone's yeah. broken, Martin. Uh, I, I promised I'd be nice tonight. Well, yeah. <laughs> I will say um thank you to our new member. Um Welcome, uh, Mr. D. Egan. Um, I'll just refer to you as D. Egan. I didn't want to be disrespectful and get it wrong, but yeah, um, massive you should have just gone for it, that would have been funnier. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do. Uh, welcome to the Lonely family. Uh, glad to have a new uh member joining the ranks. So, uh, yeah, and keep if you haven't subscribed, I'm sure you have already. Uh, subscribe and, and lots more content. It's a good old Irish yeah. name as well. Where's he from? Is he an island? Oh. Yeah, drop it. Where in, are you from, Devitt? Let us know. Drop it in the chat, definitely. Um, right, okay. Uh, good question here. Well, it's not a question, it's a, it's a comment, I would say. Stevenson took his goal well, enjoyed watching the tune again. Um, yeah, young D- uh, D- Dylan Stevenson got um, got his first goal, first first team goal for Newcastle. Um, so what did you boys make of make a that sort of cameo performance? I'll jump in so first. Yeah, I thought he did really well. And uh, I thought all, all the young lads that came on they did really well. Uh, Stevenson took his goal. Uh, really, I thought it was Miggy uh, scoring that last one. I thought he, he got his hat-trick. So that's a compliment to, to Stevenson for, for sure. Um, also want to give a shout-out to Alex Murphy, uh, who I was chatting to on Insta and said, if you get some minutes yeah. on the pitch, Ooh, I'll have a friends. point for you. Football friends. Football friends. <laughs> 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 I said, you know what, I'd though, have a, 
he looked the real deal when he came he on. Did. I he thought did. he got into so, that that back four, and I thought he did not look out of place at all. Won a good couple of headers, settled well. I thought he looked. I thought he looked the part. I thought he looked really, really good. Yeah. As I was saying, I, I I said to him, "You get a few minutes in the pitch, and I'll go have a pint for you in the the tent in, in the Christmas market in Galway in Air Square." So now that's what I have to do. Damn it. Football friends. <laughs> I was just showing Martin do that. <laughs> Football friends. Me and Alex going for a beer in Galway. Football friends. Every time that conversation comes up. That's it. Anytime you say he was getting in the chat last night as well. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Love it. Um, again, questions are coming through. Um, lots of them about transfers, but we'll get to that in a second. Um, okay, next up, um, one for Daz. Welcome back, lads. Dad's any joy on the new tattoo? <laughs> uh, I think, seeing as Martin's here, I think it's worth bringing that conversation up. Um, okay. I think well, he closed it down. I'm happy to talk. Well, right. hold on, okay, so let's go back in history, okay? There <laughs> we go, slightly. So Obviously, a good while ago, we had a discussion about Joe Linton. At the time when he wasn't doing so well, and obviously then Kieran Clark did him a favour and got sent off, and Joe got moved to midfield, and the rest is history, as they say. Yeah. Then Joe Linton got better and better and better and better. And there was a little bit of chinwag and a little bit of joffing and everything else. And Daz said, and I yes. quoted, if what? Joe Linton gets a Brazilian call-up, no, 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 no. See, That's now you're going to change. No, 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 no. Richie, said, Richie pulled said... out the clip and you backed out of a dazzler. So hang on. You said. Hang on. What I said was. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, oh, no. Uh, no. To the guest. I have to. He won't let me speak otherwise. Uh, what I said was. What I said was. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, uh, that um, Joe Linton is on, on, on track for for uh, Player of the Year the way he's going. That that's what I said. Then Martin added the other bit into it, put a bet on my behalf, and it started there. <laughs> Carry and on, Martin. everybody on Twitter and this program listened in and went, "Fair play to you, as you're going to get a tattoo when he gets a call up." <laughs> Then, when it got close the other week before the World Cup squads, Daz was rather panicky. And went, no, 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 hang on, lads. That's not what was said. He was, he was, yeah. There was, a, there was a little bit of that up in Galway, and he was like, no, hang on, lads. That's not what was said. And I, I can well imagine that he was scratching around old loaded programs trying to find the clip so that he could back out of it. And then all of a sudden, our good friend Richie went, I think here it is, Daz. And Daz was well and truly dropped in it. So yeah, he does still have to get a tattoo if Joe gets a call up. No, <laughs> way, way, on his ass. Anyway, and me, uh, and me, and Alex, his new football friend, will turn up and make sure that he gets it in Air Square or which any kind of square he will prefer on his backside. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. All right. Uh... He's still ducking it, Pete. What can I say? I'm, 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 well, what I've been saying recently, uh, Mark, is that you know he, he needs to accept that at some point he's getting a tattoo. It doesn't, he it doesn't matter. Yeah, I remember you saying on the show, it's like it's yeah. happening. So yeah, it, it's gonna happen. So you yeah. just uh, I think I think it's chance just to be a nice one on his chest now, just of him and Alex Murphy. <laughs> Woo, friends. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. Moving on. Come on, lads. Brilliant stuff. I'm only, I'm, only, um, I'm only here for a short time, not a good time. <laughs> right, there's a, a number of questions coming. Well, firstly, uh, Les, thank you very much. Um, uh, Martin, I uh, hope she's back for good. Great to have him on tonight. Um, um, superb, as always. And it's it started off with a bang, as everyone would have expected. Um, hang on, uh, hang on, Pete. Pete, will we, will we put the question to him, so? Since he's, and I, I should be, I shouldn't be asking this now after what he's just put me through. But, uh, <laughs> what do you think? Would you come back? Would you come back for good? We want to come back. back. What to this? Watch your back. Watch your back. Uh, Chris is even. You see, you doing that. You got to do the Peter, the Peter K thing, isn't it? When he thought, take that, and he was saying, "I wash your back. I wash, wash your, your back. back. <laughs> um, would I come back? Okay, so look, let's let's put everybody out of their misery. Um, so obviously I took a lot of time out um, and I made a decision to move away from the channel for personal reasons not because um, to be fair to some people who text me because I wasn't getting on um, not because at some stage during early season myself and Pete had had a couple of words we agreed to disagree at times we're still brothers we have opinions the four of us, five of us, including Richie, we don't always see eye to eye. That's the nature. We're different personalities. We're different people. We all have views and opinions. That's, that's what makes us different. And when we come together as five, that's what makes us special. Um, but I took some time out. I, I, you know, I had a really bad time when my mom passed. These guys know that. Um, and I took some time out for my mental health to spend time with my family and to make me feel better than I was feeling. Um, I'm still working on that. I'm not 100% where I want to be. But these guys helped me a lot of the way through that. But it took some time. I met with all of them. I said, I want to take time out. They were obviously unhappy. Um, but it was the right thing for me. I mean... Yeah. <laughs> we, we are brilliant at acting now. <laughs> Forgetting that. Um, Exactly. But these guys, these guys looked after me um, and have kept me going. Richie turned up um, on the day of my man's funeral. And people have been great, as I said to you before, the amount of messages and everything else. So over the last few weeks, we've been chatting. I came away from everything, the channel, the chat, WhatsApp groups, everything. And I took time out. And then I chatted to Daz and I said, Do you know what? Put me back in the chat group. You know, I'm missing you guys. I miss the banter. I miss the bit of camaraderie and just talking NUSC. These guys are my mates. I, you know, I don't, I don't, you know, that's what I love talking about. So we did that and we've been chatting for a few days. I've had offside chats with all of them. I've spoken to Pete privately. I've spoken to Daz privately, Richie and Chris. This week we met as a five and we had a chat and we had a good talk and yeah, I'm going to come back. Um, I missed the show. I missed the guys. What's that? What's that? <laughs> Champions League is back. So yeah, you know what? To be fair, um, and five. great music, Daz. By the way, five. We are going back to a five. To be fair, and and I've said this to the lads, and you know, I'm sure each one of them will tell you, they had absolutely no obligation to bring me back. I walked away. I took my time. I spoke to all of them, and I said, I fully understand. You know, if it's an, a non-runner. And to be fair to every single one of them, they went, 
it's been shite without you. Nobody <laughs> says fuck anymore. There's no beeper. Daz has had nobody to cut off. The, the ratings have gone down. The subs have stalled. What the fuck is going on? Come back. So, uh, but look, genuinely, I've, I've missed them. Um, so, yeah, so I'm back. I'm going to come back. I haven't committed to loads. We're going to kick off where I'm probably going to turn up once a week. Guys are working it out. I'm going to fit in with their schedules. I'm not going to push things because I'm still working on things for me. Yeah. But I'm going to come back and I'm going to do a little bit. And if that progresses, great. But I'm entirely working with these guys as to what they want and where I fit. And if it works, it works. But, yeah, we're going to give it a go. So there you go. And thank you, guys. Absolutely. Thank you. And just remember, Martin, you can get rid of you just like that. So just remember that. I think um, yeah. our double O Sato, our double O Sato said it very nicely. Um, Martin back with Daz, Pete, Chris, uh, and Richie is like when Robbie Williams rejoined, take that. Hope you're back for good, Martin. Um, and, and you are. And that's that's, just, a, that's a bit of a double like, comment though, isn't it? It's kind of like, like yeah, you yeah. just you came back when you were fat and you were really crap, and then you were off the boil for a while, and then now you're back doing a gig in Port Vale. <laughs> How can you turn <laughs> that into a negative? Oh, I know. No, oh, I just, double O's. Awesome. Keith, hope you're doing well, man. I've missed it. Yeah, wow. no, it is. It is good to be back. As I said, I've mi- I have genuinely missed it, and I've missed these guys because they're my family. So. Yep. Anyway, move on. That's enough. Matt McConaughey's got nothing on me. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Right, um, crack on, boys. Enough about me. It's not about me. Let's move on. We've got yeah, some. Should put you on the big screen for that. Really? Uh, yeah. yeah. Up, guys. You missed a trick. Uh, brilliant questions coming in. Tom's on fire tonight uh, with a lot of really good questions. Um, however, I. Uh, Jay Lobrowski has put, hi guys, watching uh, the rest of yesterday's pod, I have a question and don't know if it was answered yesterday. Does anyone know what the score was on Friday, Toon versus Borough Friendly? No, it seems to be said. I have no idea about this. So I don't didn't know even know we were playing. I, I heard about it, and you know, I heard about it from Lee from Newcastle Fans TV. I uh, thought you were going to say, my friend Alex texted me. No, 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 no. I have no idea what the score was, and I don't, I don't think he did either. Well, I just saw it in one of his videos. Um, as he's as he's out in Saudi as well, along with uh, Adam P, and they're they're producing great content. Go go check that out on um their, their trip. So I love watching it's those. Been vlogs. like development squad or something, was it, lads? No, I think it was. I think it was the the, the full team it was like behind the, the behind the doors, um, kind of friendly game, and he he didn't even no one even knows if it was at our training ground or Burroughs training ground. Wow, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, learned something new there, Jello. Uh, great to great to have your question in there. Uh, just another one. Welcome back, Martin. Always great for you for your educating <laughs> about DHK. Love it. Uh, Brandon Blaze, how you doing? As you're shorter than I remember. Right, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jimmy. Hope, you, hope you're feeling better, Jimmy, by the way, as well. Yeah. Good man. Yeah, yeah exactly. Know, too, different, difficult uh, few days, but uh, uh, keep powering through, Jimmy. Um, uh, like the end of the tunnel, fella. Um, great to great to have you on as well. Right, look, I, I'm going to get into it now because there's lots of talk about transfers, discussions, various other things. Um, but first and foremost, 
where is it? There's one good question to start off just to... Um, it's from Paul Williams. Early thoughts on what positions we should strengthen in January. I know there's been a conversation here and there uh, over the last few weeks. He thinks defensive midfield and wing competition for me. Chris, I'll come to you first. You know, think about January ahead. You know, friendly aside today, where do you think, if we're going to sign anybody, it is the position that we need to build on? Pete, just before I answer this question, I'm really, really sorry. I'm sorry to interrupt proceedings, but... um. Martin was talking before about us being a five. Now we're back as a five. Um, so much so, the fifth member has actually uh, dropped me a message. Um, so he must be watching. So big shout out to Richie. Hope you good, mate. Um, Daz, I don't know if you're going to still be smiling after this. Richie, Richie has sent me a clip from a previous show. Oh, I've got I it know. as well. I think I know what this clip is. I've, I've just got it been as there. well. I was beavering <laughs> away. I don't have it. Beavering away in the background. I don't have it. And I'm beavering, beavering away in the background, and I've just uploaded it. So just before we go to this, I just want to play let's, this clip. Yeah. And see what play. It is. Before you do, Chris, this is the first oh. thing you ever uploaded. <laughs> so, honestly, <laughs> Chris. <laughs> let's roll. Let's yes. get it rolling. Let's hey, get it on. Hey, we, we don't know if it works yet, Daz. Let's just see if it works. Yeah. Right, oh. are we ready? Are we ready? And it's edited as well, remember? Yeah. Oh, well. Joel Linton, he is reborn. Uh, I love him now. Uh, and and p- playing in that kind of midfield role, and, and he picks the ball up, he, he wins it back, and he, he, he has, goes for a little run as well. Lo- love love him now. Uh, compared to <laughs> the hate we had for him for a while, uh, absolutely love him. Um, uh, I think we should set mad. a challenge that if we stay up and Joel Linton carries on performing like this, Daz should get a Joel Linton 7 tattooed on his ass somewhere <laughs> oh, oh, oh. at the end of the season so maybe hit jersey the like buttons if you want if you want if you want Daz to get a joel linton tattoo if we stay up just hit the likes and subscribe he, he could get play- uh, he, he could get player of the season yet the way, the way he's uh, going that's definitely worth a tattoo does <laughs> yeah. now where where do i agree oh. in there doesn't he say I yes? And you know that, that, that was before Player we even got to the whole bit about oh no, hang on now, it's gotta be a Brazil call up. No, he yeah. actually has to play. No, I I need to see him in the center circle in a Brazilian jersey. Daz Daz <laughs> moves more targets than a police van trying to track well, speed. Can, I, can I, I, don't add? Know, I don't know how we do this, but but um you guys may know. Um, he, Daz may not want to do this, but I think we need to put this up as a, a, a as a vote. Uh, put, get the, get the let's let's hashtag Tomb Pauls. Let's get him involved. Yeah, <laughs> well, well, we can do one. We can do one on the show now. We can do one live call. Yeah, right? yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Should Daz get? A you you can. Tattoo? Do you know how to do it? I don't know how to tattoo, but I'm sure with a couple of beers I could keep a steady hand. Daz, I'll do it for you. I can put up the porn. <laughs> well, well, okay, we, we, we can we can put the question out there, and we can let's just see from there. the responses in the chat. Yeah. Let's do it that way. If Daz doesn't yeah. want to do the poll, let's yeah. let's create our own in the chat. So uh, based on the clip, should Daz Darren... say yes, yes at the end of the chat? Yeah. Uh, at the end of that <laughs> clip, and should he I'm, get the chat? I'm just on to Amnesty International. My human rights are being violated here. I'm live <laughs> and loaded. Uh, who do I contact? <laughs> I tell you what, you want to make I'm sure really... it's a good tattooist if you're getting it on your ass because you might be violated <laughs> elsewhere, pal. 
Well, we could we could always we could always check around Newcastle for good tattoos. So maybe maybe we could just get it done we in April. Get it done live Kevin. in April. Hey. Oh, that would be amazing. Oh, hey, oh, imagine oh, that. Oh, we go we go to the game. Daz has had a tattoo beforehand. He won't even be able to. He won't even be able to sit his ass down when we're watching the match. <laughs> into a roasting of me. And I tell you what, the chat is live. It is live. So Dave said, to Oh, nice. Course cheaper is the top of that one for sure. 100%. Oh, it's all coming in. Yeses. Anyone that says yes, I'm unfollowing them on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. If you want us to get the tattoo, hit the like button. There's a there's yeah. an easy win. Great hit the stuff, likes. Yeah. Great stuff. Based man. on likes. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Pete. Right, go on. Ask me the on? question again. Oh. Yeah, comment. Oh, support for Daz. Oh, who's that now? Oh. <laughs> Not you. But now it's back. Oh yeah, yeah, it's back. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Dave Shepherd, I stood up for you. Bottoms up, bottoms up. Get in there, Mark. New member, new member. Member spoken. Jeremy, you're never winning a prize. Love it. Look at this. Nice one. Does that work well, does? Right, oh, that's let's a good move question on. From Thanks, Richie. <laughs> <laughs> right, um, sorry, go on, Pete. Sorry, mate. What was the question? No, 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 uh, no. It was um, uh, more than more than a pleasure to have that discussion. Uh, <laughs> I, I think I think it's clear as day now. <laughs> um, but Paul Williams puts a great question out there. I'll come to you first, Chris. Yes. Early yeah, thoughts yeah. on what positions uh, we should strengthen in January. You know, he thinks defensive midfield and, and maybe win competition. Um, would you agree with that? Is there anywhere else you think potentially we, we could improve the squad going into the second half of the season? Just to, you know to, to, I'll just throw it out there for you. Chris Wood gets injured today. Well, do you know what I was gonna I was gonna mention because Daz it was Daz who said it a while ago actually about uh, you know Chris Woods and potentially him leaving in January, which I don't think is impossible. I mean, obviously, if he's been injured, that might be a impossibility. But um, for me, I, I think I I do think that we well, I'd like to see a young striker come in. Uh, somebody of the Hugo Ekatike likeness or a Grand Koala, if you like, someone who's for the future, but who won't mind being understudy to Callum Wilson and Alexander Isak. So, it, you know, I'd like to, I'd like to improve, um, I'd like to improve the squad as a whole. So, I, I, I'd say a striker, not necessarily we need one in January, but a striker. But I think, to be fair, I think Paul Williams is spot on there. A defensive midfielder to free up, <laughs> um, to free up Bruno to go forward uh, to play as the number eight. Um, so a defensive midfielder is absolutely right. And the wing competition, we've all seen how absolutely fantastic Miggy's been. Um, but as we know, if Miggy's out, it's possibly Ryan Fraser. If St. Maximin's mm. out, it's possibly Jacob Murphy. Like I, I'd like to, I'd like to see upgrades on those two positions. If I'm honest, or even even just a winger who could play either side. Um, yeah. Pete, I know, I know during the World Cup, um, you've probably had your eyes on uh, Cody Gakpo, who's been outstanding. I'm sure there's plenty. To your Woodrick's been mentioned. Um, you know, there's plenty of players out there, but I think I think Paul Williams is spot on there. I think defensive midfield and the wing. Obviously, we've been linked again recently with Har Harrison Ashby, 
who's the young right back at West Ham. And I've mentioned a few times that, you know, we've got Kraft, we've got Mankio, but going forward, do we want to bring in these younger players who are going to be ready in two or three years? And then when the likes of Kieran Trippier is perhaps moved on, goes into a coaching role, you've got a player there who's been working under Eddie Howe, hopefully Eddie Howe, for two or three years and will be first team ready when uh, Kevin Trippier is ready to move on. So they'd be, they'd be the four positions, I'd say. Striker, winger, defensive midfielder, right back for me. OK, more. Um, would you agree with Chris? Is there anywhere else you think? Or Yeah, I think I think Chris isn't too far off, mate. To be honest, I think the, the only thing for me is you're looking at January, you're kind of going, you know, Jamie Rubin said, I think, while they were out there, they were out in Saudi this week, you know, January window is always tricky. You know, we know that we are, we are, we all sat here and did the window last January. You're kind of looking to see what's going on. Nobody really wants to move and sell. But Jamie Rubin made a very interesting comment, which was, which was, if it's the right player, we will spend. I still have a sneak. Do you think suspicion. the Do you think the Do you think the World Cup plays a part as well, Mars? The fact we've had this break. Do you think that'll play a part with the January window? Um. I think I think it opens up the window a bit more in players that you might see. I think there's always posturing, and you know, I, you know, I mean, you look at the Europeans or whatever else. I think you've, you've, you know, during that time you've got agents posturing. You, you, you man, the, the, you know, Cody Gakpo is is exactly that. Like he's he's tweeting away today about you know, man, you haven't come in yet, but let's see, do they? Do they? So for me, the World Cup or a European Championship or whatever else. It's always a bit of posturing between players and agents, and it's this, that, and the other. So, I'd, to be fair, Chris, I don't really pay much attention to what comes across Twitter or whatever else is. I think if you look at Newcastle, you know, we've gone from being a club that has struggled to get anybody because it's always been out in the press and leaked beforehand to getting players, okay, yeah. you know, you get a, a wind of a Botman and whatever else, you know, big deals that we've done. But we've brought in a lot of youth. We've, you know, and I think that that for me, I think, is more so where the likely the, the club will focus. Um, you know, the the Australian lad um, is is a prime example. You know, kind of under the radar. You know, playing really well, exciting talent. Alex Murphy's another one. So I think this this probably if the right player is there, I think we'll go. Will Madison be available? Are the boys from the tune doing the right thing in the World Cup and chatting to him? I'd say absolutely they are. Would Madison come? I'd say he will. How much is he going to be worth, though? How much are we going to have to pay? 60, 65, 70 million? Would he be worth it? Absolutely. It'd be a massive addition to what we've got. You know, some people in the chat are putting about Diaby. Do we go back in? I don't know. For me, I think Eddie Howe at the minute, one of the, one of the things I think he will be looking at or is looking at, I would think is probably a left back. Yes. Yeah. I think yeah, that's yeah, yeah. where no. he's got issues because yeah. I think he needs to find, and this is just my opinion, I think he needs to find the right player like a Trippier that can sit at that left back that when Maxi does his thing, doesn't fucking leave us wide open because yeah. teams, the first half of the season, have played to that strength. And I know you moved Dan Byrne out that way and we played with kind of Dan Byrne as a, as a left centre-back in the left back position, and to be fair, he's done he's done a good job, but he doesn't really have that pace. And I think what we've seen sometimes is Premier League teams have played to that piece, and they've played ball on that left hand side. 
which which you would. So if I was Eddie Howe, I think our midfield isn't that bad. Would you love a Madison? Absolutely. Isaac and Wilson, I think we're okay. Yes, I'd like an upgrade on Wood. Um, but I think Anderson's there. I think we've got we've got things we could do. We've got Miggy. We could move stuff around in midfield. So I'm not I'm not overly worried about that. But I think for me, I, I want I would love to see a really good solid left back come in. I've just I've just sent you boys in the chat a, a link. I saw it about one in the morning, and I was like, I need to send this on to the boys. And work got in the way, and I've not had a chance to. But Sanjay <clears throat> did a, a a fantastic thread uh, yesterday afternoon. It must have been um, on. Uh, where he thinks it is an important position and he mentions left-back and he actually narrows it down to five left-backs that he thinks Newcastle United would benefit from. Um, really, really good thread. So if you haven't checked that out, anyone in the chat, uh, check out Sanjay um, Sanjay's uh, thread on on left-backs. And, you know, I, I think you're, you're right. Um, William uh, William Smith mentions about the left-back Borna Sosa. Um, who played? Who starred in the World Cup for Croatia? Croatia. But also, um, you know, yeah. plays in the Bundesliga as well. Um, he's a great little player. The Stuttgart, uh, Stuttgart. Him, uh, he's 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 a, he's a brilliant attack-minded player. Not not the best defensively, um, but but he, he's a really good attack-minded player, and he could be used in transition for certain games to really to really kind of give us a, a, a up that left-hand side because we we're, we're kind of one-dimensional at times. Yeah. We, like we, we can't get through that midfield. We go right. We don't really. I, I think we tend we tend to go left less because we know we've got that bit of weakness yeah. at the back. We're so attack heavy on the right hand side that yeah. it almost like it's like like we've talked about before. It's almost like an extra centre back with with uh, sitting there, and we need to look think bigger and better. You know, I'll go back to the Renan Lodi conversation in that actually. We were looking at him because he was an attack-minded, left-sided fullback that liked to get forward. So it's clear that that's what Eddie Howe was looking for. In the end, I think we, we, we've played it safe and got Target, who who had a great back end of the season. But I think it's also been proven that now he's got his move, I don't think he's played as well, personally. And I don't think he deserves to be in the team. Um, the, game, the, game, the games he did play, Petey, was poor. He, he, was, he, he was, was poor with his positioning. Yeah. He was poor with his distribution, and when he got up the pitch, he didn't he didn't play like he did when we had him on loan. Put it that yeah, way. Definitely. Yeah. So I think that's a really interesting one that you brought up, um, Martin. Um, Daz, um, any particular players, any particular positions that you mm. think that we need to strengthen as a priority? It might only just be one. Yeah, I I don't think we'll we'll go for a left back in in January. I think we will in summer. I just look at this list, uh, Pete. I see Owen Winjal, the 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 Dutch lad, is is in that list. I brought him in on my FIFA team, but and I also see uh, who is someone who Jimmy was talking about on your show yesterday. Uh, the guy from USA, Anthony Robinson, uh, is on that list as well. But I don't think they're looking to strengthen the left back. I think they will do a backup uh, on the right back, a backup for Trippier and Harrison Ashby will come in uh, as as we allude to in the show with Sean and we talked about on deadline day. Um, 
just and he'll be kind of will, will be back up to Trippy and learn there. I think we'll. I, I agree with what Chris said at the, the start. That is the position. Um, the striker slash winger Young um will happy to to just kind of get get some minutes, but be playing second fiddle to, to our main strikers and can kind of play in one or two positions that that would get some game time. And I think then a defensive midfielder uh, w- would be a position I'd like to see and that to allow Bruno to, to move move up a bit. Um, uh, what a player there, I don't know. Um, I, I, I'm kind of li- kind of taking a, a step back on names for the time being. I just kind of letting it because it'll change a million times and we'll have how many names we're going to be talking about in January. <laughs> Edika's back in the mix as well. I seen that Pete today. Evan and Dika, we've been we've been thinking too. But an interesting thing, oh, yeah. forget who it was there. It was one of the comments there saying, you know, if we want to play two really good attacking fullbacks, we need a really another we need an, another good uh, a really strong DM to go in there to defend those yeah, you know yeah, that yeah. back two, which is a is a really good comment. I, I think that's one further up. I'll um I'll try and find that one. But yeah, no, I think it's right. Um, I, I think that's absolutely right. It, we would need that defensive midfield. But Sanjay puts that in his in his um in his uh, kind of his thread. He, he talks about the positional play of certain players, how because we play burn deeper, it, it allows us to have that that midfield, that defensive midfielder playing higher up the pitch. But ultimately you'd want more of a solid defensive midfielder to sit there so we could have a more attacking fullback to push forward because the DM then becomes that one that sits in and breaks things up. So it, yeah. it, we're almost playing a little bit lopsided now just to yeah. match the theme but and match the quality of player. But equally, I actually give praise to Eddie Howe because Eddie Howe's figured that out based on the players that he's got and he's making it work. You which, can only do the best with what you have available. Exactly. Exactly. In a weird kind of way, Peter, kinds of give us a to a degree. It gives us a, a it gives us a bit of a pivot, but further down the pitch, for yeah. want of a better word. Yeah. In the way that he can move that three around, and then he can push the two the two backs up to a degree. It, it's it's kind of like normally you would have a team where that pivot is kind of between the front and the middle three, or the middle three and the back. We, we kind of have that a little bit deeper in some of the games, which is, again, as you said, I think he's kind of figured that out, that we don't necessarily need to to make those changes through the, the, the top end, but he can pivot between the defensive end and the and the midfield end to, to make that movement more fluid. Yeah, I, I agree. I think, I think if anyone could make this team work and transition this team, it's Eddie Howe. Um, and that's the beauty of it. And I think you made a really good point, Mark, um, with regards to signings just in general. We won't necessarily sign a player that we desperately need. No. But if there's a player out there that the deal's right, even if we've got more than one player in that position, we'll go and get it. Uh, it like we, we will. We'll just go and strengthen and, and we'll do what we need to do. Um, so that's going to be really, really interesting to watch. Um, so many questions coming through. It, it, it's brilliant. But first of all, I just want to put on here that um, uh, Richie's in agreement with us. Daz actually saying yeah as the clip is ending. Um, uh, so he, he's <laughs> Richie. Richie is not credible in this he situation. He loves you really. But um, yeah, um, definitely. Oh. Uh, interesting one here. <laughs> 
Um, just going back to goalkeepers, just very quickly, we can go on, uh, touch this one very lightly, Leon's put. Uh, do we sign Laris um, uh, and sell Dubravka regardless of what Man U end up doing with their options? Well, the way he performed last night, I think he conceded four, didn't he, for, for Man United? Yeah, yeah, four, two, yes, yeah. yeah. I think we, um, <clears throat> we moved no, him I on. I think I think we we just keep Larius for the um so just for the next season. six months. Maybe he deserves to be. Yeah, yeah. See how he gets on, and maybe maybe he could if he, he would doesn't mind being a, a third keeper. Because I think we need to bring in a young keeper now as well, uh, and be preparing for when when Popey, um for for the future, really. I guess. Yeah, I think I think it's hard for the to come back. Yeah. Don't. My opinion is, I think it's hard for the Bravo to come back with the comments he made. Yeah, <clears throat> I don't think he did himself any justice on a loan deal yeah. by doing what he did. I think he burned his bridges. Me personally, calling them Uniteds, he must, he must, he must know that. He must know that straight away. And then he's like, "Come on, come on, lads!" And he's signed for yeah. them for like three hours. Even even if that's not him, Chris, and that's a media team, that's a it's poor dick comment to put up. Yeah, it it's is poor. poor. Yeah, it's poor. I think it'd be, it will be hard to come back to the dressing room. I think, let alone Newcastle fans. Listen, you know, you don't mind a player going off on loan. They're doing well. They're getting game time. They come back and they've improved. But to go and do that and sit in front of a TV and put "Come on, United," yeah. jog on. Definitely. Not for me. Um, a, a good question here. Um, John asks you asks a couple of questions, both linked. Um, will the slight injury Wilson supposedly got for England um, be a bit more serious than they're suggesting? And linking to that, do we still need a backup for Wilson? And actually, this is going to be a four-part um, question because um, there were one or two in the chat that mentioned about... Oh, I don't know if I've... I don't know if I actually stole them. Uh, yes. Um, it, another one from John. Um, do you have any idea where Isaac will play in longer term? Not sure if he's a striker. And Bobby links to that and says, sneaky feeling we're going to play Isaac in the inside left forward. So if that is the case, do we need a replacement or a backup to Callum Wilson? And with that slight injury that he supposedly had, is it worse than we think? Uh, so January could be changed and and tipped on its head slightly. What what do you think, um, Mark? We'll start with you. I can't see them going in for another striker <clears throat> at the minute. I think they've got Isaac. They've got Wilson. We've chatted numerous times on this show on Callum Wilson, and we've we've commented about the recession of the the, the recurrent injuries that he gets. Um, you know, we've I've, I've made comments about him being made of glass. When Callum Wilson is not injured, he is firing at 100%. He is the most naturally gifted goal scorer in a lot of Premier League strikers, for me. Yeah. And he will score you goals. If you get supply to Wilson, he will score you goals without an absolute doubt. However, it is hugely concerning the amount of slight niggles, tweaks, groin strains, thigh strains, muscle strains that he gets from very limited playing. I mean, he's, he's picked this up in England training or maybe 15, 20 minutes out on the pitch. You're kind of looking at it going, you know, like I'm 52, I'm fat, I eat kebabs and drink beer. I could understand me getting a tweak or wrecking me groin because I'm fat and useless. But this guy is a pro footballer who trains regular, who's got a great diet, has a whole team around him. And you're kind of going, how are you injured again? What have you done this time? 
So I think I think it is I think it is a massive concern, but I don't think the club will go in. I think the comment about Isaac, I think they will play him on the left coming in because if you watched him a few times for Real Sociedad, that was where he played. He did float. He played inside left coming in. And I think that's a more natural position um, for him than an out-and-out striker. So <clears throat> I don't think we'll play him as an out-and-out, but I don't see the club going in to get a replacement. I think Daz makes a really good point, which is I could see them bringing in a younger striker from a lower league or from overseas and bedding them in to maybe be a longer-term replacement and maybe Isaac being the longer-term replacement for Wilson. I don't see anything happening this January, but it's a huge worry because if we don't have Wilson's goals and Isaac doesn't get the thigh strain sorted out because, again, slightly concerned that he hasn't really trained with the full squad. He's been doing his own thing and obviously Eddie's piece about not rushing him back and, and giving him time and everything else. Listen, great man management if that's the case. But if Wilson goes out and we get into the second half of this restart of the Premier League, okay, Miggy's firing, but where else do the goals come from? <laughs> a bit worrying. So, it, 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 Martin's right. It is, it is a worry. I, I... Oh, go on, Daz. Uh, is, it, is the old delay kicking in? I think I think it could well be. Delay's uh, kicking in. <laughs> um, what I was going to say, Dad, I was going to come on to you anyway, Daz. Martin's made a really good point about the concerns there. Uh, and he's mentioned, you know, Isaac's not back in training yet. Uh, Wilson with a slight injury. Will that force us into making a signing uh, up front? Well, Pete, whatever happens, Alexa, and the votes from the Euro and the votes from Dan. We've got Bruno in the middle. He knows exactly what we need. Botman at the back. Isaac in attack. Newcastle's going to win the Premier League. <laughs> yes. That's, that's like enough that. for me. I like that. Thanks, Alexa. Great answer. Chris, come on to you. What do you think? <laughs> 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 I love that. I love it. Absolutely love it, Das. <clears throat> um, I mean, I've, I've, I've said for a while now, haven't I? And I'm sure you'll have to know this, Martin, I don't know whether you know it, but I, for me, if you're spending £63 million on a striker, you can't play him on the wing. Like, I, I, I see him as an out-and-out striker. Now, not last season, but the season before, um, Isaac uh, did really well at Sociedad. And then last season, he started playing on the wing, um, I believe, because Serloff became the main striker. Um, yeah. And I just... I, I just don't know. I just think if you're paying that much amount of money for the striker, I just think you've got to play him in his natural position. Not to say he can't play on the wing. Eh? And, you know, maybe Eddie Owl changes mind. Maybe Eddie's already highlighted him as a winger. I don't know. Um, but for me, I, I think um, I, I think you've got to play him through the middle. And that's why I mentioned um, on the previous question about having like an understudy striker. Because unfortunately, as fantastic as Callum Wilson is, like you said, Marth, you can't trust him. And you can't trust him to stay fit. And if you're missing a Callum Wilson, it's a huge hole in the team. Um, as much as we love Chris Woods and his effort and his endeavour, um, he he's not Callum Wilson and he, he never will be. Uh, unfortunately, they're not the same kind of striker. And I think when... <clears throat> I, I noticed it particularly when I was at the Liverpool game at Anfield and we lost 2-1, as everyone will remember. Um, as soon as Isaac came off the pitch and Chris Wood came on, it was backs to the wall. 
and because we missed that press from the front. And I think if we had a similar player to Callum Wilson, maybe not the same standard in terms of, you know, we could be bringing in a young 19, 20, 21 year olds, but someone who's going to press those lines, somebody who's going to, you know, defend from the front. I feel like that's what we need. Um, William, <clears throat> William Smith came in. Yeah. Fantastic question from William. And do you know what? I'll throw that over to Pete now. Um, do we go back in for Jao Pedro from Watford? Um, that's a good point. No. Great point. <laughs> new new no. deal, though. Do you not get a new deal? He signed a new did, did deal. Somebody signed a new three-year deal or something, is, didn't he? Is the clause I, there, though? Is the clause? Well, maybe. Maybe. Nobody really, yeah. nobody really knows that. So there could potentially be a clause there. Now, would he come to Newcastle? Of course he would. He was ready to. I think he would have his bags packed in the summer thinking he was going to be a Newcastle player. But um, I, I personally don't think we go in for Jao Pedro again. I think that was like like it's been many a time. It's either kind of a now or never type situation with with Jao Pedro because we'll, the way we've moved and progressed, if we were sitting mid-table in the Premier League, I think Jao Pedro's a genuine signing for us. But because we're sitting at the top, we're going to need that player at the, at the, that's going to come in at the top. And I think if we if we do get a striker, it'll be someone on loan in January. I don't think we'll go out and spend, spend a lot of money. But equally, I do believe, and I, lo- I love the guy so much. I think Wilson's a fantastic player. Um, but I do believe this will be his last season as a regular footballer for Newcastle United. I don't see him wow. starting as... as, as I, I, yeah, I agree. I think there's... I don't... There's a piece of a beat. I think his. I think his legs are. Yeah. I, just, I just think his legs are on the way out, and and and, and not in a, not in a. And when I say that, I'm not by way means a pace. No. But I just think he. I think he's still got that pace there, but I think every time, like when you when you see him and you see him stretch for a ball or reach, I'm kind of going, oh Jesus! It's just he doesn't. Um, <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's and you know, obviously last season when we still had Bruce and you know Rafa beforehand, and we had the medical team. We did. You lads know I used to scream blue murder about the medical team. Going, we don't train effectively. We don't bloody stretch and warm yeah. up. Medical team's poor. We don't do anything. Can't really blame any of that now. So you're kind of looking at Wilson. You're going, what's going on with your legs, mate? Yeah. Do you know I what I mean? mean? Look, he's picked up a slight. Oh, Go ahead there, Sorry, Pete. Uh, yeah, I'm going to get in there on on uh, <laughs> uh, Joe Pedro because um, yeah, we, we came up in the, the show with with uh, with Paul with um, uh, Sean even Sean. Uh, yeah, and uh, I I'm on for for giving Joe Pedro a shot here uh, at Newcastle. Um, I thought the one game I, I I spent a bit of time kind of looking at him, scouting at him, uh, and he he is decent. And I think Eddie Howe could really get something. Out of him. I know there's 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 probably there's there's so many options out there for us now, but if we could get him at a decent price, and again it would boil down to if there's some kind of a clause in his contract, uh, but I, I'd, I'd give him a shot. So I'm if, if William is, is on for bringing him, I'm on for bringing him in as well. I, th- I think Pete's more to the wire, does to be honest. I think it's more likely a loan deal, if it, anything, as a bit of cover for the second half of the season. But, but um, look, I, I, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't, I, I said no really quickly, and the reason why I said no is because in my mind, uh, and I might be wrong here, and, and the clause might be a huge factor in my mind, I'm thinking, hold on. In the summer, we were we were pay, pay we were going to pay twenty five million 
with five million added on. So it was going to be a 30 million, 30 million deal. <clears throat> and, and there was a lot of people at the time that hadn't seen a lot yeah. of him play, apart from our Watford lads who we had on this, a couple of shows. They loved them. They, they, they were buzzing about him, but everyone else was thinking, wow, that's a lot of money. Now you add three years additional onto that deal, and you're thinking, well, they're not going to sell him for the same price, so it's likely to be more expensive. And you think to yourself, if you're going to pay 30 million or plus 30 million for a striker, wouldn't you rather go out and get someone that we were, we were linked with in the summer in Goncalo Ramos who, at Benfica, who, who's just scored a, a hat-trick for Portugal? Like, I'm not saying we're going to sign him at Ramos, but it's an example. Like, If we're going to go and spend 30, uh, building to 40 million, do we not do what we did with Isaac and go, you know what, if we're going to get someone, let's get someone that we know is ready-made and, and ready to come into the Premier League and tear things up. Especially if we're saying that Next season, <clears throat> Callum Wilson won't be the starter going into the season. If you've got Giancarlo Ramos leading the line, just as an example, and you've got Wilson that can come off the bench, or Wilson, for example, that might start in Europe in those in those early rounds, and then you bring Giancarlo Ramos into the Premier League games, or vice versa, you've got two strikers there that you know, you're buzzing about. Wilson gets his rest here and there, but you can bring him in off the bench, impact. And I just, I'm just looking at that, and I'm just thinking it sounds more viable than just splashing out crazy money on a guy that hasn't really played a lot of Premier League football, um, and even in the Championship this season hasn't massively pulled up trees where you think that 30 million is is justifiable. Uh, I, I, I don't know. That's just me kind of throwing it out there. Just as a just as a curveball, Pete, and again, yeah, no, we're we're Ramos, we're, yeah. surmi- we're surmising here. But just as a curveball, do you think there's any possibility that maybe, you know, we, we had the deal on the table and then obviously, you know, we decided to go in for Isaac and pulled out from Jao Pedro. But do you think that maybe a new deal has been signed with Jao Pedro where if they don't get promoted, that perhaps there's a knockdown fee? Perhaps it's 20 million, perhaps it's 15 million. Um, and it's all based on them getting promoted. Yeah, because what Watford won't... won't be able to afford to keep him and that's a year without Premier League football uh, and Premier League money so they're going to have to make their money back somewhere so even if they then go and sell him for 15 20 million they're basically covering their wages or covering themselves for another season in the championship it might mean that they can hold on to one or two players that they might have been able to they might have had to have sold uh, Watford it, by staying in the championship, so I think I think that's it, 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 I think you're more than uh, that's more than a reasonable shout. Uh, we've seen lots of teams do it in in the past, so no, I, I I agree. I think I think it's more than doable. But you know, let's face it, that's at the end of the season. Would you really be wanting Jao Pedro in the summer next summer, especially if we get Champions League or European football, or would you be looking at right if Wilson is going to be back up next season? Mm-hmm. Are you looking for Either Isaac to be the main man, or and getting a top quality winger to come in and really turn things up, or vice versa. If he, if Isaac does turn to the wing, do you want to go out and get a, a Goncalo Ramos or or another top level striker, um, Rafael Leal at Portugal as well, um, who's tearing it up at AC Milan? Like, would you want to go and get someone like him? Like, I think most people would probably look beyond. Jao Pedro at, at yeah. that stage, but but no, I think I think I think Daz, Chris, I think you, you you're both absolutely spot on to to want to consider him. Um, and to be fair, he, he's a talented young boy, but 
I just think the money and the finances that could potentially make that deal happen, I think if the club are doing what they say they're doing, they'll probably look at that and think, mm, probably not worth it now um, at this stage. There's probably better deals out there. But again, it's another one to discuss. I think it, it could all change in January and in the summer. And look, we're, we're going to cover it all because we're back with the fully loaded transfer shows. Um, they'll be back in business. I'm Pete. I'm looking forward to getting the Watford lads back on again for a third time as we try to stay down. <laughs> <laughs> they are more than happy to come on and talk about Jan Pedro in Watford. So, and look, they are great crack as well. They're such great lads. Um, talk to them, them boys, all day long. Uh, that is for sure. But ju- just to add on to that, um, great point from William and, and um, Chris pointing that one out. Um, you know, we're not the only ones. As Rack says, um, um, Spurs struggle in Europe with Kane and Song. Newcastle would have to level up their front line with talented, pacey players. If we're going to be playing European football, fingers crossed Champions League football, we're going, we are going to have to upgrade because what we've got isn't isn't enough to, no. to go on a, a Champions League campaign. And look, let's face it, if, if the PIF and our ownership get Champions League football, they're not just going to want to embarrass themselves and just limp, limp past no. And, and fail at the group stages, they're going to want to really go and actually let the world know that they're... They'll they're accelerate really the plans. Of course. Yeah. And I think that's um, been said. I mean, certainly from, from what I read the last couple of days, I think the guy, the, the team and Eddie and the, the guys went to Al Rumian's house um, and had dinner and whatever it was, I think, on Tuesday night. And, mm. you know, Ed, Eddie kind of had said, you know, it's not the time to ask about transfers. But when... Aramian spoke about the vision. He went, you know, we are extremely ambition, uh, ambitious. You know, third is great, but <clears throat> we want more. We want more. So yeah. I think when you get that conversation, you know, when you're <laughs> going to play a, a mid-season friendly with Al Halal, and you've got the chairman of PIF having you around his house, going, third's great, but you can do better. You're kind of looking at it, going, yes, game on. So I think you know, you get any format of European football. Listen. I would say when they took over with the mess that we were left, they probably went two, three seasons. But I think the job that, that <clears throat> again, we've all spoken about that Eddie Howe and Jason Tindall, his team, had done, I, that, I'd say that's two years in advance. Mm. So I think, you know, if, if we, you know, Pete, you're, you're quite rightly going, you know, we get Champions League football. Listen, if we'd have gone into this season as we would have done the start, sitting on the show going, we get top seven in a European spot, we'd have snapped your hand off. So... Now that we're sitting going, hmm, possibly we might get European football, might be a Champions League. There's no way that that ownership does not spend January, summer, whatever at the end of the, in particular the summer, once we know where we're going to be. If we're in a European spot, I think they double up on the investment. That's that, And I think they, they go for it. And why wouldn't you? Yeah. It's not like um, they haven't got the funds. You're absolutely right, um, and I think you know we, we, we've got the funds, and, and we're we're still in FFP. No matter what people say, we're still well within it. We had um, we had um, Kieran Maguire on on the show a, a few times now. That's talked about yeah. um, what our capabilities are with FFP. Five hundred million a window was that not what he said? Yeah, very. We can spend 500, 500 million a window over the next three three or four seasons. I think it was he said when Richie was on. And we wouldn't even break anywhere near FPP. 
There you go. So <laughs> for every for every window, we don't spend that five hundred million. Surely that just bounces Absolutely. back. But um, then you also need to add on, Pete, the commercial revenue that we've now started to bring in with the last few deals, and then yeah. it's taken at that percentage of your commercial versus your outgoings. STC, well done, that does there, great advert. Um, so all of those things, all all add up that we didn't have six months ago. Yeah. So that that financial fair play situation is fluid. It's rapidly changing month on month with the deals that you know Darren Eels and and guys within the club are now starting to bring in. So that that FFP dimension changes every time we do something different. So, nah, I I agree. Um, we've still got a number of questions. We may not get through them all, but some of them link up together. So I'm just going to throw them out there. Some are some are really quick fire. Um, I've got to say, GM, go for it, Rudini, Really? Come on, man. You are definitely out of our Is that is that Nathan <laughs> again? We are Neither never. Having, we are never having Troy That that is um, that is for sure. But there is um, uh, a couple of questions that I do want to get through in our conversation before we wrap up with some of the quickfire questions at the end. Uh, JM also says, please sign or sign James Madison, please. Okay. Now you know you boys know my answer to this. So that's um, that's goes just yeah. It is what it is. Um, but Leon asked the question, if we sign Madison, where does he actually fit in since we don't currently play with a number 10? So his position, is his prominent position is a number 10, but he's played in various other positions. Right, I'll come to you, Chris, and then Daz, um, and then Mark. Right, in your opinions, where do, if we sign Madison, where do you see him playing? Where do you see him fulfilling his potential in, in this current Newcastle team? It's a great question. I mean, we've we've spoken about number eight. We know that he's recently played as a right winger for Leicester, and then he, I suppose, he kind of, if you imagine on the pitch, the number eight's here and the number and the you know the winger, if you like, the right winger's there. I'd imagine him kind of sitting in the middle. Um, and maybe you'd see Kevin Trippier overlapping them. And it's it's a great question from Leon because I think his best position is number 10. But then does that mean we shake things up? Do we go to 4-2-3-1? Who knows? Um, Eddie Howell seems to really like the 4-3-3. And people will argue that he probably won't change from that. Um, I don't know. It's a great, it's a great question. I mean, I'd, I'd say the number eight, but then that mean you you drop Bruno into the number six. Would people be happy with that? Um, does it mean that Joe Linton misses out and you've got uh, Bruno and James Madison? Maybe you're playing Joe Linton deeper. It, it, we need squad depth. There's no doubt about it. But then equally, you know, if if a big player is missing out, so say God forbid, you know, Bruno missed out or Joe Linton missed out, does it does it work? I don't I don't know. Um, but I, I, you know, I would be delighted if we got James Madison. You could also argue as well, like Miggy's undroppable. So it, it, it's a big, big, big yeah. headache for Eddie Howe. Big headache. But um, hey, do we want him? Of course we do. Definitely. Daz, what are your thoughts? Yeah, this is this is where I kind of struggle as well with Madison because I think they were they were going all out for him and to play him on the right wing and in that spot where where Miggy is excelling now, but um I don't know um I know Pete uh, 
you have your heart and soul set on Madison join uh, in January, and I think it's it's as it's well as, as well as loving Madison, it, it's it's yeah, uh, it, it's just to get one up on on your on your Leicester mates as well, but um, just uh, I don't know um. I think yeah, right, right wing was probably, right wing is where he's probably thinking. But now, does he need need to he doesn't need to strengthen there at the moment? So, w- will he go back in for Madison? I know everyone keeps talking Madison, 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 uh, but I'm not so sure. Okay, Mark Madison, where do, do you think we'll sign him? And if so, where do you think he'll fit in? I I still think like you, Pete. I think we will go for him. I think I think you don't get all that all that smoke without a little bit of fire somewhere along the line. And I think you've seen in the World Cup, he's kind of played up a little bit to that as well with the Newcastle lads. We did his interview and they were talking about him, and there's a, there's a little bit on it. Who's that? It's all right. Chris is just trying to. <laughs> he's a good guy. Um. <laughs> I imagine that when you no, can get the two I, of them. Gonna... If you get the two of them on one bed, it'd be like cheek to cheek. Oh man, that'd be some live show. <laughs> that'd be some live show, wouldn't it? Do you know what I mean? Look, I'm, 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 oh I'm, my I'm, God. I've got arms full of tats, so me getting the Madison tat. Um, Squeeze them in. What you could do is you could just have. You could just have Madison with a one, and then just your butthole could be the zero for the ten. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm not going to do that. But look, if we if we saw Madison, if we saw Madison in January, I would consider getting one if Daz got his. If you got, I tell you what, we should do: we make a pack. If Madison happens, Daz should get his, and the rest of us will get a Madison tattoo. There you go. We all get about someone. I think this is how it happens. Uh, it, it'll get clipped now and, and, and put together and it'll be played back in about six months' time. Exactly. Yeah, but Pete won't be like you. He won't deny it, mate. He's a proper man. <laughs> <laughs> he, won't, he won't try and back out of a dazzler. Do you know what I mean? Go, oh, if we saw, if we saw he's, in January, these guests are getting very cheeky. I think if we get Madison, I think Eddie Howe changes formation. There you go. I think so. I think so. Yeah. I think yeah. he yeah. will adapt, yeah, not necessarily change everything, but I think when you bring a player in like that, that can not only score your goals, can link up that midfield strike, mm. and it goes back mm. to where does he play Isaac and different bits and pieces. I think you have to when you bring a player like that in of that caliber. Yeah. Like we've done with Bruno, you have to adapt slightly to be able to fit him. So I wouldn't be surprised to see the club go for him. I think they will. Will we get him in January? Not sure. Could be summer. I think we will go after him though, because I think he is the kind of player that Howe likes. I think the club like him. I think they want him. But I think if they do, I think we I think we change structure slightly. To accommodate his play, yeah, you don't you don't put two bids in for a play if you don't if you're not interested in it. Absolutely, and, and we and we've proven we've proven with players that we've gone out all out for, like your Botmans, for example, and your Brunos. That if a deal's not done the first time, we go back. Yeah. And I don't. Think and I think can... I think the thing you need to remember as well is that formation. It's like it's like you said earlier, Pete. 
the thing with the formation, Eddie is currently doing the best with what he's got at this current time. So he's getting the maximum out of the players that he's got in a formation that works in this current squad with players with situations that are that first 11. You bring a Madison in, you bring an Endika in, you bring whatever else in. It, it opens up another door. So I think this this much like the takeover piece and how we move forward is just phase one. It's not it's not the final game. Far from it, I would think. Yeah, no, I I, I agree, one hundred and ten percent. Look, we've got a few questions to fizz through. We're we're, we're coming towards the end. I just want to answer this one very very quickly for David Hackett. Um, yes, I'll be there at the game at Boxing Day. Um, best pub? There is only one away pub. And and me and Chris were there in the last game. Yeah, we yeah, yeah. To, um, oh, and, <laughs> and you know what? The name's gone out of my head. I forgot it. Um, but it's right next to the Odeon, um, right next to the ground. Um, I'll put it on a tweet when it comes to me. But there's only one away pub um, uh, for the Leicester game, which is quite rubbish, to be fair. And they're not really very welcoming to opposition fans in some <laughs> of the pubs in and around the stadium. Not like nice. it is. Um, we are we're, not not that they're not very welcoming, but they're just like they're all very like it's all very clicky in terms of the pubs that they parochial that is the word you're looking for. Yeah, that that as well. Um, but yeah, and there's one pub um, that's purely just for Newcastle fans, and it's a really really good pub. Literally a five minute walk from the ground, you can see the ground from where it is. Um, so yeah, when it comes to my mind, David, I'll let you know. Um, and yes. also, if you are looking for parking needs, tap Pedro because he is very good with the A to Z, and he will tell you where to park in Leicester as well. Yeah, the, to be fair, that's the one thing they're really good at Leicester around the ground. They've got some decent parking uh, and at decent prices as well. So uh, most people will be driving Boxing Day because of the trains and all that all the other stuff. But but we'll get into that nearer the time. Um, uh, just to confirm what Richie said, uh, without increase um, in commercial revenue. Kieran said we could spend 800 million over the next three seasons and not risk FFP. Um, so that's what Kieran said on the show. Kieran, um, Richie's just confirmed that. So thank you for that, Richie. Um, absolutely spot on. Richie Rich you... is Kieran's assistant, of course. Yeah. <laughs> of course. <clears throat> yeah, talk he, about Wilson's understudy. There's Kieran's. <laughs> Definitely. Um, right. A uh, few other questions. Uh, there's some World Cup questions regarding England. We'll probably just save those ones for another night because we are back with Newcastle United content. So let's stick to the Newcastle United content. Um, question for you boys. Do you think NUFC have their eye on anyone at this World Cup? But in addition to that, who have you kept your eye on and who have you been intrigued about? at the World Cup, having watched all the games? Who stood out for you in particular? Chris, we'll start with you. Um, someone else mentioned him in the chat. The one that stuck out for me was Liao of Portugal. Um, he's only been coming on for cameo appearances, but he looks really, really good. Uh, I think he, he is playing at AC Milan at the minute, so he's not he's not a, a hidden gem or anything like that, but I thought I thought he looked really good. Obviously, Cody Gakpo for uh, the Netherlands has stuck out like a sore form. I think he's looked great. And there was also a name I put in the chat earlier um, who really stood out, and Pete, I know we've had a separate conversation over them, and um, that's Christian Pulisic for the USA. Yeah. I think, I you know, great player, and... Um, when the team is solely focused around him, you can see that you know he is some player. And um, I, I know, I know this isn't the be all and end all, but 
if you're bringing in, and I think Jimmy, Jimmy Moore, who's in the chat, Jimmy's spoken about uh, Pulisic and said that, you know, he's massive in America. And if you sign somebody like him, um, you know, imagine what your fan base is going to be like in in terms of America. He's one of the biggest players in America. Um, so yeah. maybe the owners are looking at it from that perspective as well. Um, obviously, Vamos coming on for um, Portugal the other day in replacement of Ronaldo. So he started his first World Cup game at 21 and scored a hat-trick. So obviously, he was already on our radar. Um, they, they were the big ones for me, I'd say. But um, of all of them, I'd say Liao. He's the one that really stood out. Uh, more. Yeah, I, I think for me, the, obviously your man probably stole most of the headlines, but your man Ramos for uh, Portugal, the lab we were interested in for a while. Um, who else is really... There's a, there's a few. I've, I've kind of I've enjoyed a couple of the Moroccan lads as well. Um, there's a, there's a, I forget the name of him. There's the left back for Morocco, I thought, was... Played really well. Um, played really well the other night. Um, Pulisic, I thought, has had a really good World Cup as well. I thought he'd be a, he he would be. A, I, I quite would like to see him come to us as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, probably probably um, I'd say probably for me if I if I could. I th- I think your man. I think the Dutch lad will go to Man U or Liverpool or somebody. No point talking about <coughs> Bellingham. Bellingham's had an amazing tournament, but he probably goes to Liverpool. Unfortunately. Sure, Jurgen will be on again with his donkey teeth, complaining about not being able to spend money when he gets them. But um, yeah, pro- I would say probably your man, probably the, the the Ramos, the Benfica lad. Me and you were talking about Pete. I think he's uh, he's class. Love to see him. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna butt in again. Kamal's just pointed out one, and I've completely forgot about. Yeah, kudos. Good player. Su- superb. Superb. Yeah, is it Sorry, is, is it Garner? Garner plays for. Um, yeah, I think it's Garner. Yeah, I think it was Garner, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah he looks very... he looks excellent, very powerful and driving with the ball and looked really good. Mm. Kudos to come out. Definitely. <laughs> Does it? Um yeah, look at it just kind of dipping in the old games, uh, but like everyone I'm sure, but uh I, I never really took an awful lot of stuff before, but uh, he's at Spurs, so we're, not, we're never going to get him. But Bentancur for Uruguay, I, I, I like I like him when he's playing. And uh, one of the, I've been kind of teaching my, my little boy who's five uh, all about football. But uh, one thing he noticed: um, we're watching Croatia, and uh, off comes uh, Luka Modric, and on comes uh, Lovren Meyer, and uh, he couldn't understand because he. He thought it was the same player coming on again because we, we talked about before they look alike and they're playing. And he, so he, if he's if he's that good to be replacing Modric, he has to he has to be one for the future. I think uh, we're not seeing an awful lot of him yet, but uh, he has to be one for the future. So and I'll link it back to what Lee originally said about him. It gives the tip off about him. So I'm expecting big things from him in the future. Definitely, um, yeah. There's been a, a lot of good players. Um, I'm I'm not going to give you mine. So yeah, tough. Uh, <laughs> Tom Dixon, Fair enough. <laughs> Tom Dixon uh, said Newcastle's uh, um, next three competitive fixtures after the World Cup: uh, Bournemouth in the Carabao Cup, Leicester Boxing Day, Leeds United New Year's Day or New Year's Eve, I think it is. Results-wise, what are you expecting from? these three games so are we expecting you know next round of the cup and six points or are we expecting 
uh, maybe there to be a little blip in the road. Um, Daz, we'll come back to you first. What what, what are your thoughts in, in those next three games? Are they all winnable? Can we win them all? Will we? I think we, we beat Bournemouth, <laughs> right, in the cup. Um, uh, uh, Leicester, uh, where it's away from home. It's a tough one. I want to say we're going to beat Leicester as well, and yeah, we're going to we're going to beat. Well, yeah, it is a tough one, eh? and it all depends on on uh, are, are our players that are going to be at the World Cup going to be able to feature there? And like, if, if Bruno's in the final, let's say England are going home after this France game anyway. By the way, but uh, uh yeah. so they they might be fit and ready to go. But yeah. Two can play that That's game best the England tone. But um yeah. <laughs> and the Leeds the, the Leeds one I'm gonna say yeah, we're gonna beat Leeds and also as part of beating them, we're going to hand over Chris Wood as well. Hopefully he's back and fit by the, by the, that time for that transfer window. Bye bye, Chris Wood. Oh interesting. Mark, what do you think those next three games we're winning all of them? I think it's three wins, mate. I think we're just. I, I, do you know what it is? I was actually talking to a um, Leeds fan in work, and he was talking about how well Newcastle had done, but the bubble had burst. And I said, do you know what? I would agree if it was any other manager than Eddie Howe, because there is absolutely no way he takes his foot off the gas and he has not got these lads primed to kick back off again. No, no. I still think we've got good form players. I think the squad is together. I think we're only going in one direction. So for me, I think it's next round of the cup, six points, and then I think we take another three off Arsenal as well. So there you go. Yeah, Richard just put in the chat about Jesus yep. missing. He's he'll be missing the Arsenal game. And we and we beat Sheffield as well. Yeah. Why five not? wins in five games, I'm going for. That would be delicious. Chris, are you in the same mindset? Um, so the Bournemouth game, I think we'll win. Hi, Summer. Uh... Waving. Wait till you hear that. She'll love that. Dude. I've got that song on my phone. Play it back for it later on. <laughs> I will. We will. She'll love that. Um, see how you. Yeah, I think um, I think we beat Bournemouth. I think the Leicester game will be really difficult. Um, I think Leeds, it's an evening game. I just noticed. So, yeah, I'm fully confident on Leeds. The one I've got my eye on is that Arsenal game. If we can go the Emirates and not get beat, wow. That'll be that'll be some that'll be some uh, marker that we're setting down as if to say we're here now and we're not going anywhere. If we can if we can get a result uh, at the, at the Emirates, uh, whether it be a draw or maybe a win, if, you know, Martin's a big win all five, that'd be fantastic. Um, if we, if I, we think their, avoid, I think their bubble burst before ours, Chris. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I, I, I can see that. I can see that definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'd, honestly, I'd be made up with that. Absolutely made up if we could get something against Arsenal. And as Richie said in the chat, Jesus being out, massive, uh, massive miss for yeah. them. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. And all the Arsenal fans are saying, like Dan Potts um, is saying from 12th man, um, 
this will be a big test for them because he is so key to how they play. Um, so if we can get through these three games and be winning these games going into that 3rd of January, we're in a great position. Brilliant, brilliant position. Um, Richie's just put another great comment on there, Pete. And, you know, this is a very quick fire one. Do we agree with that? If we get something at the Emirates, do PIF spend? Yeah, but who's to say we don't spend before that? Exactly. I think they do. Say that we don't in the you think on the first, they just go bang? Yeah. Well, like I be, I'll, be honest, I'll be honest with you. This is not, like, we know this is not a Mike Ashley, um, uh, you know, spending anymore where we wait to the last day of the window and then buy a player. Yeah. It would not surprise me if serious links to players are not starting to happen in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. this is what we've been doing. I, I wouldn't also be surprised, Pete, if there's not a deal already done. Yeah, like Trippier, for example. Yep. Remember, Trippier yeah. came Ready in to go. really early on. It would yep. not surprise me at all. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, it, 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 it's going to be a really interesting one. But I, I think the Leicester game's a tough game. I think there's a lot of variables that, that might need to come into play in order for us to really benefit in that game. Because, um, you know, Madison not playing being one of them. Is he fit? Is he available to play? Is he ready to go for 90 minutes? We don't really know. Um, then again, you said about the, the Newcastle players, I'll be back. Lots of variables with regards to that. So um, yeah. that's an interesting one. I fully expect us to beat Leeds. I fully expect us to beat Bournemouth. Uh, but if we can get that Leicester win and we can get into that game, I think that's a massive one. That that could completely just flip both team seasons on their head um, in very, very different ways. So, yeah, um, I don't, you know, we can win them, but, but let's see. But let's see. Look, um, questions finished um, uh, from me. So, Daz, I'll hand it back to you. But you know what? I have to say, boys, really enjoyed that tonight. Really, really good chat. Massively. Massively. Great to be back. Yeah. Yeah. Top stuff. Great to be back. That's right. Uh, Great to have you back with this mystery guest as well. Uh, And, you know, let's give a quick shout out to the sponsors. And I'm going to say really, really quick as well, because, you know, my delay here is going to make a mess for the night. So shout out to chibarns.com and Simon, who, as always, is in in, in the chat and the the range uh, that is available from Simon as it will eventually change on screen as I'm clicking it here. Also available is the, the loaded range, and mine should be arriving pretty soon, uh, probably the start of next week. But yeah, there's t-shirts, uh, uh, hats. Uh, the t-shirt was modeled by Ray. The hat is modeled by Mick. Uh, and uh, so, Chris, you'll have, to get, you'll have to get some of one of these hats for the winter. I'm going to have to. Um, but yeah, it's also available are the... The hoodies, uh, and as I mentioned, the, the hats. Yeah, so get, get get on there and check it all out on shyburns.com. Also, a shout out to Pins and Prints and the range that are available on Pins and Prints. Uh, so, yeah, check the latest on the sites as it slowly changes for me on the screen. A shout out as well to Marty at Machine House. And Machine House, uh, get your Christmas t shirts and your hoodies. Uh, why not? Uh, go check out what the, what's the latest with Machine House and what they have available. Uh, also, shout out to Dean and the Geordie Royce and the range of t-shirts that are available there. And last but not least is Rust and the Radiator Shed. And let me get rid of the banner at the bottom. You can see it. And then we can put Martin, Chris, and and um, not someone's gone in jail. So yeah, check out the radiator shed uh, and all that's that's available there. All your radiator needs. 
busy this time of year as Russ. Uh, we're hoping to get him on with us soon because we have a big, big, big prize to, to give away from from um, Russ and the radio shed that we haven't said anything about. And we, but we want to try and get it in the show that uh, Russ is on and we can uh, we can introduce, uh, he can tell us more about the brand and the, the, the companies and uh, the, the giveaway. Uh, but yeah, and uh, we're going to probably run a member draw for that one. So that's what we're pushing become a member uh, right and also shout out to uh, the install works are uh, all linked into uh, the radiator shed and Russ's company that's really it for the sponsors uh, Pete is off screen because I was going to ask we, we're probably going to come back come back uh, well, well the, the England game is on Saturday isn't it uh, I think we're probably be back on uh, well uh, on Monday maybe maybe well, we don't have anything set in stone yet but we, we are looking we're thinking about about getting this guy, if here he is, here he is. If uh, this guy in the middle there, if he has his, if his homework done, he's bag packed and lunch ready to go the next day. We might, we might get him on little Jordan there uh, to talk about the the, the the trip to Saudi. So we're, we're tar- trying to target that for some time early next week. He'll be back. He'll be back for sure. Um, yeah, and of course we're going to be on. Uh, we just have to find a, a slot that suits really on with Paul and, and the crew from the the Tune Review as well. Uh, just just need to find that time slot that, that works. So uh, we will with the, with the World Cup games. It's hard to to find a, to find a slot, and of course we, we're going to try and watch the games as well, like yourself. So that's, that's why we're kind of keeping trying to do our shows on nights with no games on, like tonight. That it was it from the sponsors, and I don't think is there anything else that I'm missing. Anything else you want to tell anyone about? Yes. Just great to be back on the mask. Thanks, lads. Yeah, great to be back. Um, thoroughly enjoyed it tonight. Um, as I said to you earlier in the week as well, I really enjoyed the chat the other night. Just the five of us sitting shooting the breeze and looking at where we're going to go. So yeah, it's good to be good to be back. So yeah, look forward to to getting back on the screen once in a while and chatting and doing what we do and like i say you know these lads work have worked excessively hard over the while while i've been dosting it um but it will be an absolutely amazing um fabulous christmas gift to all five of us um if that extra hundred or so would hit those buttons and subscribe and get us to 5k for christmas or new year that will be absolutely huge um so yeah help us out and get us to that point we we, we deserve it these lads deserve it they've been putting in the work uh, we all deserve it. We all deserve it. We've all put in the work since the yeah. channel has been up and running. Yeah, so, absolutely. yeah, it'd be a nice little treat for us to, to celebrate. Oh, you yeah. know what? The funny thing is, is that we'd be celebrating it with you in the chat and those that are watching the show. Exactly. Because this is why we do it <laughs> for you guys. Yeah, cool. Exactly. That is it. So uh, thanks everyone who was in the chat and, and came with the questions. And we probably didn't get all the comments on screen, but we tried our best. Those loads of them. But uh, great to be back. Great to have Martin back. And we will talk to you pretty soon. Good night, everyone. Adios. Eddie, Eddie, Eddie. Happy, how you like?